Welcome back to the Life of an Average Joe podcast. Hope you guys are doing great. Man, I feel like lately there's been some huh, there's been some heavy episodes that we've had. Had some really good ones, but uh, the last couple have been pretty intense. Uh, by that I mean uh, just, you know, things that have gone on in our lives. And, and I tell you what, I almost switched it. Uh, I actually re-recorded part of this. Uh, some of this was recorded a while ago, and some of it I re-recorded, like this intro right here. I almost switched because... I wanted something a little bit lighter after last week's episode, but I realized, you know, sometimes in life we don't have that light experience. We don't have that fun experience. Some things are tough. Even in our darkest moments, we can find light, but that can also reverse. Even in the lightest moments, we can, we can find dark. We can have dark present. Although this is not nearly as dark uh, as what uh, myself and David and I talked about uh, Last week, I just wanted to say that we are going into a short story from an average Joe. Uh, you know, those things that I, I consider to be short stories, they end up being long, but just a moment in my life, and I thought it'd be interesting. So if you guys haven't listened to last week's episode, it doesn't pertain to this week's, but I do suggest that you go back and listen to last week's episode and kind of soak it in before you get into this one. And this one is a short story from the average Joe. Yep, that's right. Short stories from the average Joe. Do them once a month. Love doing them. Uh, I don't even remember what last week or last month was, but this month we're going to talk about catfish or catfishing. No, I'm not talking about the bottom feeding fish that everybody loves to eat. I'm not talking about the the fish where crazy people stick their hands in and uh, try to catch them. Have you seen the size of these catfish, their mouths? I mean, the reason that you can stick your entire hand in there is because they are just eating machines. I mean, you think sharks eat everything. Catfish literally eat everything, and then we eat them. By we, I mean you, not me, not this guy. I think catfish are amazing uh, to look at. I've smelled catfish before as far as cooked uh, with the seasonings and all that, and it smells great, I guess. I don't know. looks okay. Not eating a bottom-feeding fish. Not happening. Sounds like a bad idea. I'm talking about catfish. You know, if you guys aren't familiar with what that is, or being catfish or catfishing, it's basically a term of deceptive activity, which pretty much takes place online. It's not about meeting somebody that pretends to be somebody. This is particularly something that has really spawned from the social media platforms. It's as if somebody would create a fake account, somebody would create a fake profile, and form a sort of friendship or relationship with another person. They have pictures, they have images, they have stories, they have all these things that they've created on their social media account. But they're not real. They're fake. Matter of fact, a lot of times it's a young person, could be a young woman, could be a young man, seeking somebody else who is lonely. Maybe this person doesn't get along with a lot of people at school. Maybe this person is kind of a social outcast and they form a connection and they form an online relationship. Now you got to remember, I'm 43 and I, I do a ton of social media. To this day, I still think online relationships, meeting somebody online and forming a relationship before you meet in person, I still find it weird. Now, I'm not talking about friendships. I'm talking about people that have literally had some connection with somebody online. Uh, Girl, girl, boy, 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 girl, whatever. Um, 
in the dating world. I think online dating is strange. I think I think the dating apps are complete insanity. And I know people that do them. I know people that used them, that have had success for whatever they were trying to do on the dating app. I know people that have had some horrible experiences, downright creepy experiences, had to change their phone numbers. And I'm like, look, you are literally being narcissistic. You are basing it off a picture and what somebody wrote. And you're going, oh, I'm going to swipe this way. Oh, I'm going to thumbs up this. Oh, I'm going to send a message. And you think that that's going to be a connection. I mean, just the idea of it is, it doesn't make sense to me. I've never done it and I, I won't do it. Um, and I've had some people counter that. will say, well, what, what's the difference between meeting somebody? You're judging them off what they look, you know, what they look like, what they're wearing, what they're acting like, what they drink. You're basing your idea of this person by what they tell you what if it's all lies and I and I understand that to a degree but you also have this thing called like a gut feeling you also have this thing where you can actually read people's body language their behavior you can remember their stories and see if they trip over the words are they looking at you in the in the eye I mean these are things that if you spend enough time around people you should be able to do that you don't have to be Batman to figure that out now I like to think of myself as a person who reads people very well I, I you know I can sometimes I'm wrong but in my life I've been around enough people and enough situations where I read people very well it's a blessing and a curse because sometimes I don't give that person an opportunity enough because something has kind of sent up. I don't want to necessarily say a red flag, but kind of like this barrier, this wall or something that's made me go, hmm, I don't know about that person. And maybe I was wrong because there is that probability that I could be wrong. Probably a likelihood of a very little percentage that I could be wrong, but I could be wrong. But most of the time I'm right. If something doesn't sit right within me and I acknowledge it and I treat that person different, I handle them differently, inevitably the rest of the story or the rest of the picture is going to get cleared away and I'm going to see who this person really is. If I ignore those red flags or I ignore some of those warning signs, then I usually find myself in a situation that I don't want to be in. Catfishing is a big deal, and it really it took it started taking place back in the in the MySpace days, long before Facebook, where you started to meet people and connect because you had similar interests. And now I need to put a disclaimer out there: you can meet people online and form friendships. I have what I consider to be legitimate friendships, hoping these friendships, you know, go a certain way, meaning not not in a relationship, but that we can develop. And connect, whether that be working friendships with podcasters, uh, like my crew from Notes Magoats, love those guys. You know, I mean, they're 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 my they're my Michigan boys. Uh, I love their podcast. I think they're hilarious. And you know, we're literally legitimately working out ways to be like, hey, Texas road trip. You guys come down here, we hang out. I know I'm going back to Michigan in December, so maybe I'll head to Michigan. You know, we'll be able to meet up. Like that's legit. Or, of course, you know, I was just on his podcast, uh, Tell Me Something Good, Travis Patton Sr. Love that guy. I mean, he's a legitimate. Let's not forget Wilson King podcast. You know, Billy Joel and I, we, we're cool. You know, like we actually tried to meet up. He was in Texas down by Austin and we tried to meet up. Um, 
it didn't work out. You know, life life has a way and, and it just didn't work out. But these are people that like, look, if I'm in your neck of the woods or we can meet up or we can go somewhere, guess what? I'm going to hook up. Like we're going to hang out. We're going to have a good time and we're going to be friends. So I'm, I'm, you know, we support each other on our podcast. I support all those podcasts. But then we talk to each other too about other random stuff. You know, we talk to each other about things outside of podcasting. So it starts off one way, but it goes into another way, you know? Um, I mean, that, that's it. My boy Chris from Boston. Look, started off one way. I support his podcast. But now I just check in on him. He's got a lot of stuff going on. So I'll check in, man, because I, I care about the person, the individual. That I believe. And then, of course, you form friendships. Like, again, I'm going to start dropping, you know, dropping names here. So my buddy Nick. Yes, he's from the AOK podcast. And him and I started to kind of talk about things on another platform. But now, we just text. I used to direct message him on social media, and I was like, this is stupid. We've been on each other's podcast. We do stuff on Wisdom, but now we just text back and forth. Hey, man, what's going on? We keep each other in check. We talk about life, our kids, you know. We, he started this thing called Fit Bros, so we put each other in check. Are we working out? Are we eating right? Are we, you know, mentally fit? Are we okay? We're checking in on each other. I don't hear from him for a day. I don't take offense to it. I might think that he's working or whatever, but I'll drop a quick text. Well, man, what's up? You have a good day? You know, what's, what's happening, bro? Good with your kids? You working? You know, talk to you later. There's other people as well, you know? Um, and then sometimes those friendships don't work out. And they fail, like every other friendship, you know, like can happen. And it doesn't mean it's a, you know, it was a waste of time. It just means it was one of those things. And that's okay. But catfishing is something completely different. It is literally people tricking another individual into making a connection, maybe for love, maybe because they're getting their, their, their joke, or they're joking, they're, maybe they're just getting their rocks off on it, or usually to pull money from them. I mean, think about it. If you have social media of any source, you have been hit up by somebody, somebody, a beautiful profile picture, no friends, that you have mutual or anything. Hey, I stumbled upon your profile. I just think we could be friends. We literally have no friends in common. My profile's private. Yes, you can find me, but my profile's private and you direct message me and you think we have a lot in common because of my face. And then they'll start talking to you and they'll drop a couple things. Lately, it's been this. Hey, you know, what do you do for, for work? Have you ever thought about crypto? It's <laughs> just... Or it's, you know, I just moved to the area, but I travel a lot for work. I'm thinking about traveling to your area. I just got to save some money to get there so I can meet you. I don't even know you. I, I, I could be Jeffrey Dahmer's, like, inspiration. And you want to come meet me. So we get in a lot of those. And then you got to block them and delete them. And then you get the best is you get the people that, oh, hey, we know so-and-so together. And they drop some common name. To hope that inevitably you go, oh, okay, let's be friends. And they try to string you along. There's all kinds of this. But catfishing in general is to connect people. Fake people. And there was actually a movie on it. It came out in 2010. It was a documentary. It was actually a really good one. It spawned off into a series. It was produced. Um, this documentary is it was based off a person, a young man named Nev. And it's his brother and his friend, and they were like co-directors. And he's building this romantic relationship with this woman on social networking uh, platforms. I think Facebook. 
it obviously led to an MTV reality series. It was a really good show. And it basically termed this situation as catfishing. It has been credited for coming up with the term catfishing. Now, he lived... He, Nev was this New York guy. He was he lived with his brother. He was a photographer. And he basically connected with this girl named Abby, who was an artist in Michigan. It had to happen in Michigan. And she starts sending Nev paintings of photos, and they connect, and they start growing this relationship, blah, blah, blah. Well, things start to look weird. Now, mind you, they're talking, and they're connecting, and they're sending pictures and profiles, but it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. They start texting and there's stories. What ends up happening is, and you guys can watch the movie, he goes to Michigan and Abby is basically not real. At all. It turns into a giant story. There's more stories. There's more people involved. And I can tell you right now, it gets really disturbing. It ends up going to a person whose name was Angela. Okay? She had 15 profiles. She deceived multiple people. She sent Ned, or Nev, 1,500 text messages. She used fake pictures. It's one of the most disturbing stories I've, I've heard as far as the psychological side of it. I believe that I was catfished. A guy like me. I know, it's stupid. I almost hate I almost did want to talk about it, and some of you may know this story, but I decided I thought it'd make an interesting story. So here I go. This is back in MySpace before Facebook. Before Nev had his issue. Maybe Facebook was just coming around the corner, but this was MySpace. And MySpace, again, you've heard me talk about how amazing it was. Yeah. Zuckerberg. Pfft, ugh. Um do you know at one point? MySpace was going to buy Facebook. They made an offer. Zuckerberg turned it down. Smart on his part. Then Zuckerberg came back with a counter offer, and, and MySpace said no. Man, I wish they would have bought it. We'd still have MySpace. Zuckerberg would be out of our lives. Ugh. But here we are. Um, on MySpace, I had my friends, but I also met a lot of people because they had these groups. Now, I know Facebook has groups, but... MySpace groups were very, very cool. You could create your own and, again, make it private or open or whatever. But I met some cool people through these groups, especially because I was running the nightclub at the time, so I went into a lot of DJ groups and what have you. Well, I had a friend on there who worked at a a hospital down in uh, Ann Arbor. And I don't know exactly what he did, to be honest with you, because I think he did all kinds of stuff. But he had to deal with people from other hospitals that were in this hospital family. I'm specifically not saying names of hospitals, so just deal with it. Um, And he would have to call people and email. This was long before FaceTiming. Yes, you could text message, but I think you were either still paying for them or they just gave you the option to have uh, an absorbent amount of text messages or unlimited. On MySpace, yeah, you didn't have the Skype. Skype was just slowly coming into the picture, and it was really wonky. It was not as good as, as say, it is now. You didn't have Zoom. You didn't have that. Instagram wasn't around. MySpace was it. You had chat rooms and emails, but you didn't have all this other easy social media stuff. So 
he had a friend that was on his page. And we had a lot of mutual friends. We went to school together. We lived together at, for a time. We hung out. Like, so we knew a lot of people. But he had a friend. And I'm going to say her name because I don't even think she's real. Penelope. First off, I only know one Penelope. It's Penelope Cruz. I don't know any other. So Penelope, and I think there was like uh, Penelope in a, in a kid's book. So that should have been a dead giveaway. If there's any Penelopes out there listening, I hope uh, that uh, you are real. Uh, if this is a, f- if the fake Penelope's out there somehow managed to find this podcast, uh, keep your comments to yourself. Don't care. And for some reason, she had another mutual friend of mine that didn't work at the hospital. But we, my, my one friend knew her or knew this, like, there, so there was a connection there. And so I asked my buddy at the time, we'll just call him T. I asked T at the time. Hey, how do you know this Penelope chick? And the only reason I noticed it, because it kept on popping up similar to Facebook, hey, you guys got mutual friends. He's like, oh, I have to work with her. Like, we talk. She works at another hospital out in, um, not Grand Rapids. God, I forgot where. Anyway, it's on the way to um, Kalamazoo, out in Kazoo. Kazoo's on the way uh, to Chicago, basically. So I'd go to Kazoo a lot, you know, to go um, just hang out to pick up some great beer, you know, stuff like that. And sometimes she comes to Ann Arbor and, you know, I, I haven't yet to connect with her, but we have to talk a lot. So we just kind of kick it and we add each other on MySpace. I was like, okay, well, how does so-and-so, we'll just call so-and-so, uh, I don't know what his name is. We'll just call so-and-so, so-and-so. How does so-and-so know her? Oh, um, I think he just added her because we were talking about sports and she likes this team and whatever. And I'm like, okay, that seems pretty, you know, whatever. And at the time adding more people, growing your network, stuff like that, very similar to now, it wasn't that big of a deal. It wasn't big. It wasn't that big of a deal. You just did it because again, social media was new. It wasn't, we didn't have all these scams and these, you know, viruses and things like that, that were hitting us. Like social media was new. You know, all the creeps weren't coming out yet, but what social media did and the internet did was open the floodgates on pedos and creeps and pervs and liars and scams and terrorists that are trying to get money for the organizations and you know porn that is just like diminish like diminishing the world like that's what social media did so the positives of social media started to shrink and it just became a cesspool of nonsense and a cesspool of disgusting lies which pretty much is what what it is now for the most part um so I was like, you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. I saw a prof- profile picture of her. She's kind of cute. Maybe I'll add her. Maybe I won't. But I didn't. I held back. And I said, well, hey, man, you should bring her out. At the time, I don't think I was dating anybody. You should bring her out to one of our events sometimes if she comes back out. Well, she's coming out next month. Let's go to uh, German Park. Now, you guys have heard me talk about German Park before. If you haven't, you can find the podcast where I talk about German Park. It's basically a big beer festival. Play volleyball, hang out, drink, dance, whatever. It's beautiful. Um, all German food, all German beer, just awesome. And he's like, yeah, no problem. I'll tell her about it. So he did. Well, then a couple days later, I get a friend request. Now, you could automatically have somebody add you, or you could have them request. So I did a request. Well, I just hit add, and I dropped her message. She's like, hey, what's up? She's like, hey, you're you know, T's friend, blah, blah, blah. I work with him, sort of. Cool. Started kicking it. So then I got to go look at all her profile. Tons of pictures, tons of friends, everybody's commenting, whatever. I invite her into this group 
because I created an event, much like you can do on Facebook, and it was reminding everybody about the upcoming German Park thing. So she's like, oh my God, I've heard so much about this, I can't wait to go. And she's like, I'm bringing my, you know, my good friend and her boyfriend. You know, everything's on the up and up at this point. During this time, her and I are, are talking, like just, you know, wasting time on social media like most of us do. We're talking back and forth, formulating a friendship, which I have done with people. No big deal. Nothing weird. Nothing weird. She emails, she'll chat. We talk on social media. We exchange numbers. I was getting close to German park time. I said, look, just text me or check or text T, you know, if you get lost or anything. She's like, yeah, I'll probably come out that Friday. The thing is I got to drive back Sunday. So I'm going to try not to get too wasted. And I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. And she's like, I'm crashing though at my friend's house. So we're good. Okay. She knew the area. Now, I don't know if she knew the area because of, you know, just looking at a map. I don't know. But everything she said like made sense. And, I, and it, it didn't feel strange to me that she knew the area because if she had to go to work and come out there sometimes to work at this hospital, then of course she would know the area, even though she was a couple hours away. Again, nothing weird, no red flags. This all seemed pretty legit to me. We get to German Park and I text her. I'm like, hey, you here? I don't hear anything. Whatever, we're hanging out, we're hanging out. About an hour and a half into German Park, I get a text. Hey, you know what? I couldn't make it. My car's been acting up. Again, I believe that. I had crappy cars. I have a crappy car now that I need to get rid of. So this wasn't shocking to me. And you try to give people the benefit of the doubt. You try to give people the benefit of the doubt and assume they're not going to lie about something stupid. And I thought to myself, no big deal. Hey, we'll, we'll hook up next time. Cool. So I do my German park thing. I go on to the week and the weeks. Well, the weeks and weeks and months that followed, we talk a lot more. And we text more so than we social media. MySpace is still the biggest platform out there. Facebook is there, but MySpace is the biggest one. Everything's fine. She changes her profile pictures. She sent me pictures from when she was going on the boat. Everything matches. Nothing looked, again, not to say you couldn't have Photoshopped something, but this was the long before the days of easy Photoshopping. You would have had to work relatively hard. And again, not to say you couldn't do it, but this was not the easy, as it is now, to Photoshop something. So nothing felt weird. And we were talking and talking. And then we start talking on the phone. And when I say talk on the phone, I mean like talk. Late at night, I get back from the club, it's like 2 a.m., 3 a.m., I text her, she's still up. So we talk, a couple hours. I hear her voice, by the way, she had an awesome voice on the phone. You know those people that have like great voices? Guys will know this more than girls maybe, I don't know. They have good voices on it, you know, and you're just like, whoa. That's what I had. So here she's a good-looking girl. She seems cool, and she's got a great voice. And I'm like, dude, this is weird. I want to, like, hang out with her. So I finally just tell her, hey, me and my buddy are going to go out to KZU. He's got a sister out there. We should meet up at a bar or whatever and hang out. Again, nothing weird, right? She's like, oh, my God, yes, when? I was like, not next weekend, but the weekend after. So she's like, I'll tell you tomorrow if I'm good. She tells me tomorrow. Just like she said she was, I'm good. 
So I talked to my buddy and we're like, yeah, let's go roll. Let's go spend the weekend. We can crash at his sister's house. I'm like, cool. I'm finally going to meet this girl. Not like I'm expecting, you know, whatever, but to meet somebody that now I've, I'm, I'm gone beyond the friendship thing. But even if it doesn't work out, who cares? I got a friend that's fun, but there's an interest of like, eh, 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 maybe like, again, I'm thinking to myself, what is two hours from here? You know, two hours is a long time. I don't feel like driving back and forth two hours for a girlfriend. But she does come out here quite a bit. But if anything, who cares? It's a friendship. You got to remember, too, I was younger then. You know? Your mind thinks differently. So we drove out there, me and my buddy. We get out there. We start going to the bars. We're just hanging out, having a good time. Hit the brewery. Hit it. We're eating. At one point, we're literally just chilling on the street sitting down at a, at a bench drinking Magic Hat number 9. I love Magic Hat number 9. No, no, it's not a Michigan beer. It's actually from Connecticut. But that is, to this day, that's one of my favorite beers. I don't know why. I just love it. Matter of fact, I kind of want one soon. I'm not really drinking much these days, but I do want one. Um, and we're just hanging out. And I'm texting her and I'm like, hey, we're going to go, we're getting ready to go to your sister's house. Let's meet up tomorrow. She's excited, right? Now, she lived about 10 minutes, 15 minutes outside of downtown. Again, not far. We go to the sister's house. We're partying. The next day, we get up. We make breakfast. I give her time. I, I get a text from her. Hey, what are you guys' plans for today? This. I tell her my plans. Okay, well, I've got this to do, but I'm going to be available at X time, which is like 3 o'clock, let's say. 4 o'clock. Cool, just call, meet up, you know, let me know. She's like, here's a couple bars I'm thinking of. She's naming real bars that are not far from us, right? Time rolls around, we hear nothing. I hear nothing. We actually go to each of these bars. We figure if we're bar hopping anyway, let's just go to these bars and stick around the area just in case. Nothing. The whole night goes through. The whole night. Nothing. I was kind of irritated. Next day, we're getting ready to roll back. I hear nothing. I No response. I'm almost home. Oh my gosh, this is what happened. My ex-boyfriend and I'm like, what? Like, I'm listening to the story and I'm like, I'm already annoyed because if you're having ex-boyfriend drama, maybe I don't even need to hang out with you. I let it go. I don't respond. Because I don't want to respond in anger. Shocking, right? The next day I respond back, I was like, look, that sucks though, man. Why didn't you at least text us? Or like, if you're in drama, we're here. Why don't you? And she calls me and she starts talking to me and she runs through the whole history of them. And he was abusive. I think that's why she was scared. You know, there's all these things, right? We make plans again because she's coming back out this way. Okay. She's got a friend that lives about an hour south of where I'm staying and they're having a party she wants to hang out cool she gives us an address As and I'm speeding this up guys because again you have to remember through each one of these com- like these events we have talked text um, my buddies have talked to her like people know her like nobody has ever met her but they've heard her voice on the phone. They've talked to her on MySpace. We have other buddies now. Like, it's not just the two. Other people have now friended her on MySpace because of the connections, and that's just what happens when you're on social media. So 
it's not just like two of us or three of us. It's like a multiple people. She sent me a picture. She got a new tattoo. She sent me a picture of it. I mean, it looked fresh and everything. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, okay. And we're sitting there getting ready to go to this event. My sister and her friend are coming with us to this party. They were going to come party with us. None of my friends could go, but my sister was around. And I was like, hey, you and your friend come. Let's roll out. It's in, I don't know if it's Southgate or it's down river. It's south of Detroit, okay? We stop. We get a bunch of alcohol. Okay, I'm coming. I'm coming. You know, my sister's buying all kinds of stuff. I'm coming. I'm coming. You know, let's go. Let's go. I don't want to be late. I don't, cause you know, I don't want to get there too late cause I don't know anybody, but I don't want to get there too early. We still got 20 minutes. Okay. Okay. You know, we're at the store. I'm getting text messages. Hey, Hey, we got this. We got this. Don't worry about it. Like it's, it's hype. It's coming, you know? So we drive, we get down there and I see the house. There's no cars. The lights are off, but it's the right address. I'm like, bro, this is weird. So I don't go up to the door because I'm not going to be the first person at a party. Just not. But it's dark. It doesn't even look like anybody's home. There's not a light on in the backyard. I mean, it looks like like the blinds are closed. I'm like, what what is this? Like, are we what are we walking into here? I mean, am I about to get shot to death here? Is this a trap? You know? Like I've seen this movie and it doesn't end well, right? So my sister's like, text her. So I do. Nothing. Text her nothing call her nothing then I get a text back sorry we were at the bar having some pre-shots and we had to pick up some ice um, too and my friend got stupid plastered and got in an argument but we're getting her out of there we're on our way we'll be there in 15 minutes all of this sounds logical because I've dealt with stupid people in my life at this point and I have some stupid friends so yeah it sounds like something that could be done no problem right I'm waiting, I'm waiting, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. We're in a car parked on a street in a town we don't hang out in, in front of a house that may or may not be theirs, even though the address match, and there's nothing. There's no traffic on this street. There's nobody in the subdivision. It is getting late. Like, we're an hour and a half past the point, maybe an hour, of when we were supposed to be there. Finally, we see a car pull up, and I see, like, three bodies rush inside the house like right when they get to the driveway they shut the lights off and they rush inside the house and I'm like well that's them right and so I text I'm like hey did you just get there because we're here we'll, we'll come on in nothing 20 minutes later hey we're almost there what do you, what do you mean we're almost there like I so I my response I just saw somebody come back to the house like what's up like somebody walked in the house. We're like, is that you? No, that was my friend. They were carrying her in. She's sick. We're at the gas station just getting cigarettes. We'll be right there. What do you mean you're at the gas station? Okay. So I'm waiting, waiting. Like, why didn't you get cigarettes when you got ice? Like, this is stupid. None of this is making sense at this point. So I'm messaging her. I'm not blowing up her phone, but I'm also like, my sister's getting mad. Her friend's getting mad. I'm mad and also kind of embarrassed at this point because now we've had multiple situations. Multiple situations. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Nothing. Nothing. I see another car pull up. I see two people come out. Mind you, there's no lights on still. 
and I can't really make them out. It looks like a girl. And I'm like, I think that's her. And then they walked inside. I'm like, hey, are you here? And I know I sound like a crazy stalker at this point, but I've also been sitting in the street with a bunch of alcohol waiting to go inside to get drunk with people I don't know in a house I don't know in a town I don't really hang out in at all. So what's going on, right? She doesn't text. She doesn't text. An hour later, we left. We left 30 minutes. I said, we're leaving. I didn't even go up to the house because I was like, this is strange. And just something said, don't go up to that house. So I didn't. 30 minutes later, we leave. We finally pull back to where we're going to crash. Mind you, it's late at night. It's about an hour later, almost an hour later. Let's say 50 minutes after I left. I get a text. I'm so sorry. There's just drama. You know, are, are you still here? No, I'm not. I just respond, no, we went home. I'll talk to you later. And I hang up. Or not hang up. I just ignore the text. She sends me a text. I got to be honest with you. I don't even know what it said because I didn't read it. I went to bed. I was mad. Got up the next day. Didn't read it. Ignored that text. Like it sat there for like, and don't tell me you guys haven't done that. How many times have you looked at a text and been like, I ain't got time for this. And it sat there for a couple days. Finally, she calls. And she's got this story. And it's not, now it's not sitting well with me. At this point, I start to do more research. I start to Google. I start to talk to my buddy T. And I start to, you know, hey, have you ever met her? Do you still talk to her at work? Yeah, I do. And he's like, but not a lot. But we email. She, she's Every time she says she's going to be here for a you know, some project, she tells me, oh, they're having her, somebody else come and she doesn't have to do it. And I've talked to other people that have met her. And I'm like, so she's real, right? And he's like, yeah, dude, why wouldn't she be real? Again, catfishing, not a term, not something that we know. And I, you know, I'm telling him everything that's happened. He's there for some of it. He's like, I don't know. So he sends her an email. Hey, what's going on? So she sends him an email back about how she's nervous and, you know, she's just really, because she's nervous to meet me and that she's starting to like me a lot and I'm a really nice guy and I'm just, all this typical things that you hear. Typical things that if you've ever watched the Catfish show, this is what you hear. Or anybody that you've known has been, this is what you hear. And he's like, well, that's stupid. You guys are just trying to hang out. So, you know, you really screwed him over. He's kind of he's pissed off at this point. So she calls me and she tells me all this stuff. And when I say she calls me, I don't know when. And I, I let her have it. I'm like, look, dude, I'm not wasting my time. Like, you don't want to be friends. That's cool. You don't want to deal with me. That's cool. But don't stream me along. You, you wasted my night. You wasted money, gas. You wasted everything. Like, I, this is like the third time that you have blown me off. Maybe fourth at this point, but I'm done. Like, and she, you know, says, okay, I get it. I understand. A couple days later, she calls back. Hey, look, I don't want to, I want to meet you. She's like, we've, we've been talking to each other for a long time now. I want to meet you. I'm like, okay. She's like, I'm actually going to be in Ann Arbor, not for work, but I have a friend out there and she's getting married. So we're going to go hang out for the weekend before her wedding says I can't be at her wedding um, because, you know, whatever excuse she made. But I'm literally going to be out there for like four or five days. 
awesome. I said, I only need one of those days and I don't even need a whole day. I don't even need it. I just think, get it. You got an hour? <laughs> like, And I'm stupid, right? At this point, I know better. Like, what am I doing? But I do it anyway because it's, it's not because I have like these feelings for her or that I love her or that I want to connect to her. At just this point, I just want to see what's up. Like, do you look like a troll? Like, do you have a psychop- like a cyclops eye? Uh, you know, I mean, like, do you have a tattoo on your face of a gremlin that you just, like, airbrushed out? Like, I want to know. Like, do you have 17 arms? Are you an octopus? Like, let me, let me find out. Best case scenario, she's telling the complete truth and she ends up being awesome and we're good friends. Best case, best, best case scenario, she's awesome. She's good, you know, she's good looking anyway based on the pictures. And we hook up. Worst case scenario, she's a monster vampire and tries to kill me. One of those things, you know. I mean, that's it, you know. So we go to meet up in Ann Arbor. I don't remember the bar. I bring a friend with me. I tell her to bring a friend with her. Let's be comfortable here with each other. I don't mind meeting somebody one-on-one, but I'm not a girl, so whatever. I don't have to tell you that she blew me off. (laughs) And gave me an excuse. I finally sent... The next day, the longest text message, dropping everything. I'm done. I don't believe you anymore. Uh, forget it. I don't care what your excuse is. Have a good life. Uh, this is crazy. I've wasted more time on you than I've ever wasted on anybody that I haven't even met yet. And I'm out. But I'm still mad, right? I'm angry because I did that. I'm angry at myself and I'm angry at her. So I start, like, researching find out the hospital. My buddy T tells me exactly what area she's in and gives me a contact. So I call and ask for her. Nobody says anything. Well, there's nobody here that works there. I'm like, I just got an email from her. I'm working at so-and-so. This is the email address. He's like, oh, you mean Roxanne. What? No, Penelope. Well, that's what everybody calls her. It's a long story, but no, her real name's Roxanne. And he gives me a last name. (laughs) Well, that's even two things, because now I can't get the song out of my head. First you were Penelope, now you're some Roxanne chick. And so I look her up. Well, this particular individual has a, has a Facebook page named Roxanne that I can't get into. And a MySpace page that I can't get into. And one of the pictures of her on there. I go back to my buddy T and I tell him everything. And he's like, what? He's like, her email literally says Penelope. And I'm like, bro, that's not her name. So he emails her and says, what's up, Roxanne? She doesn't respond. I don't know, sometime later, a couple days, she responds and says, what are you talking about? Who's Roxanne? He's like, you are. This is your full name, right? She's like, yes, but I don't like it because of this. Everybody calls me Penelope and this is why. And he's like, You've lied to all of us, and you got your work email to say Penelope? Like, he cuts her off. And he's like, I'm not dealing with her anymore. I'm going to deal with somebody else there. So I try to get in her prof, and I send her a message. Prof, short for profile. I try to get in her you know, profile. I can't. So I send her a message, though, on Facebook. Facebook was starting to change from just being a, a platform where you it was really just for alumni to more open and formulating what it is now what it's supposed to be now. So you could message people. And I was like, look, I don't know what your whole purpose was. I don't know after all these conversations, you didn't tell me your real name. 
I'm not even sure if I've been talking to you the whole time or not. I said, but you've lied to everybody and no wonder people at work didn't know who you were when they came over to work with my buddy because they knew you by your real name. But yet the people in your department know you by your nickname or whatever, or are they in on it? What is, you know, and I just lay it out for her. She never responded ever. I'm talking months and I drop it. I unfriend her from MySpace. I think MySpace folded anyway. Unfriend her from Facebook. Boom. Never looked again. And I'm talking months. I'm beyond this. I'm in a relationship. I'm doing my thing. I get a message from her on Facebook. Totally playing the victim, the sob story about her life is tough, what she's been through, why she acted this way. Why? And I just... I'm going to tell you I didn't even respond. I just deleted it. And I believe that that was some form of catfishing. For what reason? I don't know. I wasn't sitting there sending her money. I never met her. We, you know, I wasn't like, I love you. Never did any of that. It was either to get her rocks off or she's insane or she didn't know what to do. But she literally had two profiles, one with Penelope and one with Roxanne. And Roxanne was a real person. I'm a, I don't know if Penelope was. Like, I mean, yes, she was, but I don't even know if that was Roxanne who I talked to. Like, it's so confusing and seems so far-fetched that, I could, that, that it would even happen. But it happened. It's insane to me that I can actually, like when I was watching the catfishing stuff, now granted, I didn't go as far as like Nev in the documentary or some of these other people that like were sending money and saying I love you and like Zoom calling with friends that were supposed to be the person they were talking to but they weren't. Like I didn't go that far but at the day and age and where we were with social media at the time, that was the closest thing to a catfishing thing that I can say and I can't believe I fell for it. I got to be honest with you. I can't believe it. Never happened again. Never would. Uh, That's just not who I am. You know, social media was so new. The art of connecting with people across the country and the world on on a platform that's simple and that you just didn't think about it. You just didn't think that somebody would do that, which seems dumb because if somebody's going to lie to you in person, why? Well, of course they'd lie to you online, but you just don't think about it. And that happened. That's a real story. My buddy who worked at the hospital said he never heard from her again and he had a new contact. He never asked. She, the other people that Penelope, a.k.a. Roxanne, a.k.a. whoever, that were friends, you know, that she was friends with after talking to them, she delete, she unfriended all of them. And only one profile for the longest time was around and that was the Roxanne profile. The Penelope profiles disappeared. So I, to this day, I have no idea. I have no idea what the purpose was. I have no idea if I actually saw her in that party. I have no idea of what would have happened if I would have gone to the door. Probably nobody would have answered. I have no idea. I don't know what the purpose was to give me addresses to meet somebody there if you had no intention of ever being there. Like... How many times are you going to assume that your sob story of my ex-boyfriend, my car, my friend is going to work on somebody? It's crazy to me. 
Like when I tell this story and I gave you guys the shortened version because I'm trying to do a short story, it sounds insane to me. I, this is this is why I almost didn't didn't tell the story. But that's what happened. So, what are your thoughts on catfish and catfishing and the internet and social media? Has this happened to you? Has this happened to somebody you know? I would love to hear your stories. You can go ahead and email me at the life of an average Joe podcast.com. You can also leave your comments on Anchor or Spotify, of course, your reviews as well. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Life of an Average Joe Podcast. I'd love to hear from you guys because I think it's an insane thing. And I think in this day and age, and you got to remember that film came out in 2010. Here we are, 2022, almost 2023. And it's still happening. Like, it's still happening. People are still falling for these scams. Some of them have just gotten lazy. Like, I don't look at this as a scam. She never once asked me for money. I mean, she wouldn't have got anything anyway. (laughs) Trust me. She never once asked me for, you know, personal information. You know, other than my life and stuff. Addresses and stuff. She never asked for that. But yet she literally gave me addresses to where she was allegedly going to be. Weird, right? What was the purpose? I, I, I don't know. It was some sick game or... And then somebody said to me, well, what if it was real? It's not real. Those are the people that are going to fall for catfish in 2022. And I'm not making fun of anybody if you do, you know. We all want to be connected somehow. As we get older, our group and our circle gets smaller and smaller. As we have children, our group gets smaller and smaller. You know, the pandemic caused a lot of us to disconnect from a lot of different things. So I think people are trying to reconnect, which opens up the door for some psychos again to play these games on social media. And it's just easy for people. It's just giving people an outlet. It's a shame, but it's true. Well, that's it. That's my final catfish story and my only catfish story, thank God. I don't. I still feel crazy. Now I'm starting to think about all these things. So, Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you again to my sponsors. You guys are awesome. Love it. I got some new product, by the way. If you go to the life of an average Joe podcast.com and you're getting those tattoos, you know, summertime's just around the corner. Okay. It's actually here. Let's be real. It's here, especially in Texas. You're going out to the lake. You're going out on the boat. You're going out of the pool. You're just sitting on a patio and you got that ink. Don't just put sunscreen on it. Don't do that. Sunscreen might protect it, but it's not helping it. It's not repairing it. It's not healing it from the damage that the sun causes. You need to get something better. You need to get Lucky 13's Tattoo Balm. It's a beautiful aftercare product. You can travel with it. It's not tested on animals. It's all natural. I'm going to tell you right now, it's great. You just kind of put it, outline your tattoos. It's got some sunblock on there, but what the great thing about it is, it heals that skin underneath. So as you're blocking the rays from hitting those beautiful pieces of art that you got on your legs, your arms, your back, your chest, whatever, It's actually healing it, the damaged skin. It's healing it, and it makes the tattoos pop even more. But it makes the skin smooth, and it makes the skin like new again. It really is almost like a de-aging process. Go to Lucky 13's Aftercare. You can click the link on the Life of an Average Show podcast.com and get a discount, 25% off. Big shout out to them. The new one I got is, I don't know if it's just a, a redesign or what, 
might be here. It's unscented, which is even better. I think the other one I had was had a little scent in, a scent on it. It wasn't bad. I just don't want that stuff. But it's unscented, so you can check out the, the pictures before and after on the life of an average Joe podcast.com. Thanks, guys. See you next week.